Hello, and welcome to the Daily Grind Podcast, a ministry of Faith Baptist Church. It's a daily ministry, Monday through Friday, on our daily walk with Christ, hosted by Steve and Andy Bitsko, myself. Today we're going to be using our Bibles, as well as the 365 Days of Spurgeon devotional. If you don't have a Bible readily available, you can download the Logos Bible software from Logos.com or the App Store. The 365 Days of Spurgeon devotional, you can also download at Logos.com. However, it does cost money, so it is totally optional. You don't need it, but if you do want to follow along, it is at Logos.com. All right. Uh, If you are able to share this podcast, we do ask you to share this podcast by tapping on the share button. Also, we must tell you, we must give you a disclaimer. Yes, this disclaimer is... We usually do these shows live, usually, meaning we always do them live, meaning there's no edit, there's nothing. And uh, when we were done with uh, today's message, it deleted. So, with that being said, we'll never get back, but we're going to try to do the same message again, if that's possible. I don't know. I'm not that experienced of a guy. I don't know if you can do such a thing as repeating the same message, but we're going to attempt it. We apologize. The first message I thought was great. It was, it was wonderful. It was a bang. Yeah, we had thumbs up. We're high-fiving. I'm giving me noogies on the head. I mean, it was just fabulous, but we lost it. We don't know where it is. It's in the interwebs somewhere, um, but it's gone. So I apologize if you think we're boring today, <laughs> but this is the second time we've done this. So we're going to go ahead and uh, start off with uh, the mes- title of the message, which is A Vision of the Latter-day Glories. There he is, Mr. Reverend Charles Spurgeon, where he gave this message on April 24th, 1859. And he is wearing a bow tie. I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that either. Uh, the first text we're going to be looking at is Second Thessalonians chapter number one, verses one through fifteen. Please. Correction: We're tired. Second Thessalonians chapter dos. That's oh, ch- two. Did I say chapter you, number one? You said chapter number one. Chapter number two. I apologize. Yes. Please feel free to pause the podcast to find that. And in Second Thessalonians chapter number two, verses one through fifteen, we see that now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto Him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind, or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter, as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worship, so that he, as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye... Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. And now ye know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work, only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. 
even him whose coming is after the workings of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders, with all deceivableness and unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, and but had pleasure in the unrighteousness. But we are bound to give thanks always to the Lord for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth, whereunto he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught, whether by word or our epistle. Yes. What he's saying here is that there's, there's, there's a lot to come. And that you need to stand fast and hold the traditions which you've been taught, whether by word or our epistle. And hold on to that thought while we go into Spurgeon's excerpt of a sermon he had delivered on the morning of April 24th in the year 1859. It was at the Music Hall of Royal Surrey Gardens. And the title of his whole sermon was called A Vision of the Latter-day Glories. A vision of the Latter-day Glories. Obviously, we're going to read an excerpt of this sermon, and I will go ahead and begin. I am looking for the advent of Christ. It is that this it is this that cheers me in the battle of life, the battle in the cause of Christ. I look for Christ to come somewhere as John Bunyan described the battle of Captain Credence in with Biobius. The inhabitants of the town of Mansoul fought hard to protect their city from the prince of darkness, and at last a pitched battle was fought outside the walls. The captains and the brave men of arms fought all day till their swords were knitted to their hands with blood. Many and many a weary hour did they seek to drive back the Diablians. The battle seemed to waver in the balance. Sometimes victory was on the side of faith, and then triumph seemed to hover over the crest of the prince of hell. But just as the sun was settling, trumpets were heard in the distance. Prince Emmanuel was coming, with trumpets sounding and the banners flying, and when the men of Mansell pressed onward, sword in hand, Emmanuel attacked their foes in the rear, and getting the enemy between them both, they went on, driving their enemies at the sword's point, till at last, trampling over their dead bodies, they met a hand to hand, the victorious church saluted its victorious lord. Even so must it be, we must fight on day by day and hour by hour. And when we think the battle is almost decided against us, we shall hear the trump of the archangel and the voice of God, and he shall come, the prince of the kings of the earth, at his name. With terror shall they melt, and like snow driven before the wind from the bare side of the mountain shall they fly away. And we, the church, militant, trampling over them, shouting, I mean, shall shout, 
excuse me, shall salute our Lord shouting, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. The Lord God omnipotent reigneth. So that's Charles Spurgeon there talking about, um, it says over here with Captain uh, Cap Dubia, going back against the Dublians. Uh, talking about what's the name of that book, Andy? I can't think of that book right now. I've talked, John Bunyan. That's it. Yeah, John Bunyan. <laughs> uh, Pilgrim's, when, Progress. Pilgrim's Progress. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Pilgrim's pro, pro, Progress. Progress. The Diabolians. 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 Yeah. Diabolians. So I said right. Diabolians. Yeah. Diabolians. <laughs> Just say it and <laughs> yes. go with it. But what what Spurgeon is referring to is Isaiah chapter 2, verse number 2. And it shall come to pass in the last days that the the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains. And it shall be exalted above all the hills and all the nations shall flow onto it. If we go into Micah chapter 4, verse number 1. But in the last days it shall come to pass that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established in the top of the mountains, and it shall be exalted above the hills, and people shall flow unto it. So Spurgeon is bringing to the point that there's going to become a time, a time when Jesus Christ, our, our, our Savior, is going to come again. There's going to be a time when he calls the church to come with him. There's going to be this moment of celebration and joy and victory that's going to take place. And what he's drawing our attention to is us as the Christian today. What are we doing? Are we ready? Because a, battle's going to, a battle is happening. And we need to stead, be steadfast. And we need to hold our position. And we need to just keep on going until our Savior comes. So with that being said... We need to be, first of all, are we ready for the battle? Are we ready to step forward? And to do those things, we have to look at the fundamental foundation that we have as us being Christians. Are we reading our Bible? Are we going to church? Are we witnessing to others? Are we praying? Just a simple foundation as us as Christians. Do we even have that foundation already established? If we're going to hold fast. One of the illustrations that we we used before was a soldier, a Marine, an airman, a sailor, whatever it may be in the armed forces, they have to have training. They have to be prepared to go into battle. They have to have a foundation. They have boot camp. They have basic training. They have whatever it may be. They have AIT, tech school, whatever. They get an MOS. They get an AFSC. They get whatever they do to be identified as that that person is trained and organized to go into battle. But it just doesn't end right there. It's a continuous training. It's maneuvers and maneuvers and maneuvers and maneuvers and, you know, different Supervision revisory of plans to make things better. It's a continuous evolution of progress. So, as us as Christians, we have to have that training first of all. We have to know 
Because some, some people just don't know how to read the Bible. I mean, it's not a special way. But, you know, you read the first verse and you're like, wham, that, that's a tough one. I don't know. We use the, the, the King James Version because of the Old English sometimes brings more of an emphasis in a verse than other translations. Uh, Andy and I were discussing in the verse that we had in Second Thessalonians in chapter 2, verses 1 through... What? What's this? Chapter 10. Chapter 10, verses 1 through 15, that there's a capital word called wicked, and that's a name for Satan. Wicked. It's just not a Broadway hit anymore. It's actually Satan himself. So that's why we have the emphasis and one of the, reason, one of the many reasons why we use the King James Version. But you may not know how to read the Bible. You know, you may, I know the first couple of years, or first, you know, you just need a, a Bible reading buddy, if I could put it that way. You know, some guy that's accountable or gal that's accountable would be like, did you read your Bible today? Yes, I did. Yes, you did. Okay. And if you didn't, I say, hey, you need to read your Bible today. <laughs> you know, but that accountability is very important. I'm praying. You know, sometimes we get so busy we don't pray. There is, a, there is, you know, just like everything else in life, things are hard. You have to be disciplined. Things are tough. You have to make time and budget things. Anything in life. I'm just not talking about prayer or reading your Bible. I'm talking about anything in life. You just can't wake up and say, oh, well, today I'm going to do this, this, and this, and this. you got to plan it. Okay, because as soon as you figure out I'm going to do this, this, and this, you're going to get a flat tire and none of it's going to happen. Okay, so, you know, to pray, go to church. Maybe someone's listening today have never been to a church before. You're terrified of them. You think like lightning's going to come down and strike you as soon as you walk through the doors of a church. You think, <laughs> I, I mean, whatever your reason may be, you need to go to church. You say, well, I can't go to church. You know what? Go to, faith, go to faithbaptistelpaso.org. Click on watch live. You're going to church. <laughs> okay? Just go to church. Some of you have never been a witness. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain it to you simply like this. That's what the church is for. To help you. To train you in all these things I just discussed. How to read the Bible. Encourage you to read the Bible. Encourage you to pray. Encourage you to be a witness. And yes, we want to encourage you to come to church again. That's what the church is for. We're to edify you. <laughs> we are to encourage you. <laughs> and we're most importantly to worship with, with you and also to fellowship with you. You know, uh, but you need that foundation. You need it. If you don't have it, Please reach for a church. Reach for us. I, I'm part of a church. Faith Baptist in El Paso. Reach to us. Call us. Go to, our, go to our website. I'm not trying to say this is the only church because obviously it's not, but wherever you are in the world, Google it. Find a good church. Go to it. Go to the website. See if they stream live. If they don't stream live right now, then I can't help you. Find another church. <laughs> I mean, uh, but 
got to go to church, got to be ready, because you're going to hold fast to when Christ comes. And if you don't have the foundation, no, I'm the understanding, you're not holding fast to anything. You're just holding fast that it'll come and pick you up. Because every day it's a battle. Every day it's a battle. And every day it's another day for you to say, oh, woe is me. I didn't read my Bible today, so woe, woe is me. I don't need to read my Bible tomorrow because I'll miss one day. I missed two days. I missed three. Oh, it doesn't matter. I don't need to go to church anymore because the church building is closed because of COVID. We're all going to get infected, so I'm not going to church anymore. Now, you need to pull those britches up from the, from the ditches and be ready for when he comes. Our Savior, Jesus Christ, is coming, is coming for us. Revelation chapter 2, verse 25. But, they, but that which ye have already held fast to, till I come. Till I come. I'm going to read it again. But that which ye have already held fast, till I come. Revelations chapter 3, verse number 10 and 11. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. And again, someone may say, hey, you're just... You're, you're just talking about Jesus coming back. Yes, I am. And I'm telling you, it's truth. It's in the Bible. And if you can't believe that, then you got a problem with the Bible. Because it says, behold, I come quickly. That's, that I is Jesus Christ. He's coming. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. No man's going to take his crown. He's going to win. He's on the, I want to be on the winning side. He's on the winning side. Therefore, I'm going to hold fast. I'm going to hold fast. I'm going to keep in this fight. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep reading. I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to keep going to church. I'm going to keep telling people about Jesus, that they need Jesus, that they need to accept him. I'm going to keep on going. And I encourage that for everyone else. I encourage that for everyone else. Because Spurgeon ends his devotion with, Hold the fort, for I am coming. A beautiful hymn. But let me also end it with this. Hold the fort, for he is coming. Jesus Christ, King Jesus, is coming again. Hold your fort. Hold your place. Hold fast. Be ready. Have your foundation. He is coming. Well, Andy, how was it for doing it the second time? I think first time around was a little bit more explosive. Yes. But second time around was good too. Hmm. Different stuff we didn't cover on the first time. Hey, hopefully we don't lose this one. All right. Again, we want to welcome and uh, encourage you to come and be a part of a part of part of a faith faith Baptist here in El Paso. Um, you can meet us. We have like basically a social media for just church members. And uh, and visitors and followers and all the things that come with social media. It's at faithlife.com forward slash faith El Paso. That's faithlife.com forward slash faith El Paso. You can also get us on Facebook. Our group group name is Faith El Paso. Our group name is Faith El Paso. Also, I want to discuss with you if whatever platform you're listening to of of this podcast, please comment. We love to hear from you. I know uh, the other day I was reading comments and it just was an encouragement. It was a blessing to uh, see that the message is getting out there and people are receiving it. 
And uh, just please comment on the, the podcast or whatever platform or feeder, po- uh, podcast feeder you have right now or player. Just comment, comment, comment. Rate us, rate us, rate us. Share, share, share. That's part of witnessing. Just share it. Just share this podcast. It's a tool for witness. So we just ask you to just thank you for listening and being loyal with us. Even though we're just starting, the few, we thank you so much. Also, we have, we have Bible studies that are going on at Faith Baptist Church at faithlife.com forward slash Faith El Paso. That's, for, that's it for us today. It's the end of the week. Be safe. Keep your eyes up to Him and go to church. God bless.